0: Welcome to Genomics Now, a podcast series where you can learn how genomics is developing in England's NHS. This podcast series, recorded in 2021, is part of the North Thames Genomic Medicine Services Educational Toolkit. In each 10-minute episode, we explore what is changing in genomics. We answer the questions on genomics we've been asked by the different healthcare professionals. We talk about the ways genomics may impact different healthcare roles, and how genomics can be used to successfully improve patient
1: care. Hi, I'm Manuel Khan. I'm a GP in the East End of London.
0: And hello, I'm Dalia Hoppmeyer. I'm a genomics clinical fellow at Great Ormond Street Hospital. And this is episode four on the Genomics Now Primary Care series. And what we're going to go through today is simple explanations on genomics for patients. Um, so what we're hoping is that this podcast will enable general practitioners to explain some genomic terms to patients in a way that is easily understandable um, and universal as well, so that you might not require a huge amount of genomic background. Uh, And so let's start just with a, a very basic question. But so what is DNA?
1: DNA is a chemical that contains our genomic information. It's a long molecule made of four different chemicals or bases, and we represent them by letters A. T, C and G. And the information encoded within the DNA contains instructions for making and uh, maintaining you as a person.
0: Great, thank you. And what are genes and genomes?
1: So your genome is all of the uh, 3.2 billion letters of your DNA. That's the book of life. It contains around 20,000 genes, and these are instructions for making proteins our bodies are built of, from the keratin in the hair and fingernails to the antibody proteins that fight infections such as COVID. Uh, genes make up about 1% uh, to 5% of your genome. The rest of the DNA between the genes is, uh, used to be called junk DNA, which wasn't thought to be important. But now we know that DNA between those genes is important for controlling genes and the genome. For example, it can switch genes on and off at the right time.
0: Okay, thank you for that. And are all genetic changes harmful?
1: We share over 99% of our genome with other people, but that still leaves uh, more than 3 million differences between us. And, And most of these differences are what we call normal variation. And that... Explains what makes us different from each other, for example, the color of our eyes or hair. However, some differences can cause health problems. And it is these uh, that we test if we are looking into a genetic condition.
0: Okay, so I understand. So not all genetic changes are harmful, but some can cause problems. And so what is the benefit of genomic testing?
1: So sequencing our genome can help identify the causes of genetic diseases and plays a part in the prediction and prevention and treatment of certain conditions. So for example, some rare diseases are caused by as little as a single base change, a variant, uh, like a spelling mistake in someone's DNA. And looking at the genome of a person affected by a rare disease can help find which DNA changes might be causing the problem.
0: And I've, what about predictive testing?
1: So, to assess your risks of developing a genetic condition and to guide preventive care, uh, we use predictive testing. So, for example, if your family has a known history of a genetic condition, uh, such as uh, hereditary cancer syndrome, Huntington's, uh, certain inherited heart conditions, you may be offered a predictive test or what we call pre symptomatic testing. And if you are then found to carry a genetic variant that predisposes you to a condition, you can then be enrolled in the appropriate screening program and referred for uh, preventative measures.
0: And how can genomic testing help with treatment decisions?
1: So for some patients, knowing more about their genome means that a particular treatment can be recommended. Um, Genetic testing can now also Uh, be used to predict for each individual uh, which medications are likely to be most effective and cause the least side effects.
0: And what about tumor testing?
1: So in cancer the tumor cells have uh, developed a different genome to the healthy cells and comparing the normal with the cancer genome may actually give clues about the ways to treat that cancer.
0: I see so you're comparing the healthy genome to the cancer genome to find out what the differences are. And what about carrier testing?
1: So this may be available to multiple members of your family if there's a risk of passing a specific genetic condition onto children. So examples of cases where carrier testing is performed include cystic fibrosis or thalassemia.
0: And what about prenatal testing?
1: So genetic tests can be used to diagnose conditions in your unborn baby. Uh, These might include Down syndrome and other conditions that affect uh, your family.
0: Great, thank you for that. Um, So we hope that these explanations will be helpful for you in your daily practice. Um, And just to end with it, Anwar, have you had any conversations where you've had to use this kind of terminology?
2: Thanks, Dahlia. Conversations where I've had to use this terminology. Uh, Include patients coming to see me concerned about a family history of cancers, especially bowel and breast cancer. They may even be worried about being carriers for diseases such as thalassemia or cystic fibrosis. I often find taking and drawing a family tree helps me clear my thoughts and help to explain to patients. It is often said a picture is worth a thousand words, and this is particularly true, explaining how genes are passed from one generation to the next.
0: Fantastic. Great. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. Uh,
0: so you mentioned how you like to explain inheritance to patients, and so we'll just talk through some of the main w- modes of inheritance in genetics. Um, could you explain in your own terms autosomal dominant inheritance?
2: Thanks, Dahlia. Before explaining various modes of inheritance that you've asked, I find it useful to highlight to patients that genetic conditions are often caused by a version of the gene that causes the disease. And this is referred to as a mutation. Inheritance is either autosomal or excellent, which in turn can either be dominant or recessive. The word autosome refers to the non-sex chromosomes, which are the chromosomes 1 through 22. And so, an autosomal trait is one that occurs due to a mutation on chromosomes 1 to 22. On the other hand, X-link conditions are linked to the X chromosome. It's important to appreciate that we all receive one set of chromosomes 1 to 22 from each of our parents. Furthermore, for the 23rd pair, all offspring will receive an X chromosome from their mother, whilst females will receive a further X chromosome from their father, and males will inherit their father's Y chromosome, so that males only have the XY combination rather than the XX uh, females have for their sex chromosomes. In the case of dominant conditions, You only need one copy of the mutation uh, in order for it to be effective, whilst recessive conditions need two copies of that mutation for the illness. To answer your question regarding autosomal dominant uh, inheritance, uh, this is when a mutation occurs on one of the chromosomes one to 22. If one member of a couple is affected by one of these conditions then they will have 50% i.e. 1 in 2 chance of having a child affected by this condition. Each of their children will have a 50% chance of inheriting this mutation and examples of this include Huntington's career. Unfortunately, just like tossing a coin and getting heads twice in a row, the chances do not always balance out in families. It's important to note that in some cases the condition may result from a new gene variant in the process of making sperms or eggs so the disease can occur in people with no history of the disorder in their family. Another form of inheritance is autosomal recessive. Uh, and This is usually when both parents of a child are carried as a condition. In this Uh, case two copies of the mutation are needed to cause the condition whilst the carrier just has one copy of this mutation. These carriers are usually unaffected and will therefore not know they're at risk of having an affected child and so conditions like this come out of the blue in families. It is usually uh, once a couple have had an affected child that they discover they're at risk of having more affected children they will have a 25%, i.e. 1 in 4, chance of having a child affected by this condition. Additionally, there is a 50%, i.e. 2 in 4, chance that their child will be an unaffected carrier. Examples of uh, recessive inheritance uh, include sickle cell disease and cystic fibrosis. Another form of inheritance commonly encountered in general practice are X-linked disorders and these are caused by variants in the genes on the X-chromosome. X-linked recessive conditions occur in boys and men because they just have one X-chromosome. Their mothers are usually unaffected carriers given they have two X-chromosomes and will therefore not know they're at risk of having an affected son. Each of the couple's sons has a 50% i.e. 1 in 2 chance of being affected by the condition and so each child has a 25% i.e. 1 in 4 chance of being uh, affected once we take into account uh, of the girls. Uh, A characteristic of X-linked inheritance is that fathers cannot pass X-linked traits to their sons i.e. there is no male to male transmission. An example of such an excellent recessive condition includes haemophilia.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Genomics Now, a series of conversations hosted by healthcare professionals of the North Thames Genomic Medicine Service. Our aim is to complement other genomic-focused educational tools with bite-sized podcasts that explore how clinical genomics is developing in England's NHS. If you have any suggestions for topics you would like us to develop as part of the Genomics Now podcasts, please let us know. Also, we'd love to hear about the episodes you've enjoyed and how they have helped you with training. Please get in contact with us on the link given with this podcast or tweet us at GLH. You will find this and other educational resources at the GLH website.